0: Thanks, Layton.
1: Sorry about the Yeah, no. Sorry, guys. It's a bit of a process. And I thought um, it'd be easy to explain, but it's not doing the second time here. Yeah. It's a little bit of a
0: delay. I thought it would be easy and
1: it was not. There we go. Okay. We're live on YouTube. Um, I'll run the chat and the live stream. And we're good to go. Let me just try to set up YouTube, or excuse me, Facebook in the background, and you guys can uh, go ahead, okay?
2: Okay. Great, can you send the link in the chat, Leighton? Yes, sir. Perfect. And
0: Leighton, you'll be staying on, right? Yes, I will. Okay. <laughs> you
1: need the link to the Zoom meeting in your chat, read. sorry? Uh, the To the
2: YouTube, but I'll just, I'll, I can just find it myself. Sure,
1: okay. I got it here, buddy. Okay,
0: okay. awesome.
2: Well, should we get started? Yes,
1: please.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. So, anyway, so- Go ahead, Al. A little bit of a delay. Sorry about that, Kathy. Um, Really, really happy to have you here. Why don't you just tell everyone who might be watching a little bit about you and what you do?
3: Okay. Hi, friends. I'm Kathy. I'm the chaplain at St. Lawrence College. So I provide spiritual support uh, for students, which is really connected to overall health. It's my passion to see students flourish. and just pursue health in every area of their lives, mentally, physically, spiritually, intellectually. Um, I also provide resources for students that are looking to get plugged into potentially a religious community. Um, And I sort of oversee and coordinate leaders who run Christian community at the college because I am a pastor, a Christian pastor in Kingston myself. So that's kind of my jam.
0: Amazing.
2: Right. That's wonderful. And, and so uh, we, we've talked before, Kathy, so and and you've talked about how a lot of it is, is, is spiritual focus, but uh, it's open to pretty much any student in the college, correct?
3: Oh, absolutely. I talk with students about a number of subjects, um, not all um, of which are spiritual related. In fact, I would say half to more than half the conversations I have with students are about other aspects of health. Um, Mental health obviously is a lot. Emotional health. I have a counseling background and a teaching background, and so I connect with students on on lots of different levels in all those different areas. Great. Awesome. Great. Yeah, I know
0: I've spoken with you before, Kathy, and you're just very, very easy to talk to and get along with. So that's
3: Aww, you're a cutie pants, Elle. <laughs>
0: and how are you doing during all of this? You know
3: what? Um, I saw something. I looked for it to share here with everyone today and i couldn't find it but um, i feel like this experience for all of us um is so varied Mm and how we experience varied so for some um if we use the analogy of a rainstorm for some of us this is like a light sprinkling on very dry ground and so this comes as a real welcome reprieve for others it's a downpour but manageable for others it's a flood and for some it's a hurricane And so I think our experiences vary so much by the physical circumstances that we're in right now, where we're at with our schooling, um, and and so many other factors, financial factors. So for me, I would say this comes as a bit of a refreshing rain on dry ground. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm able to do a lot of what a lot of my work from home really, really easily and in pajama bottoms and um my family are all here we're all safe we're all well we've got all that we need and more so i i'm one of the lucky few for whom this is really manageable
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely feel that way too but that's a great analogy what kind of like advice would you give to people who might be on the opposite end of say your situation
3: yeah um and, and I'm in touch with a lot of students. I have the privilege of walking along with, with a lot of people who are in very, very different circumstances, some that don't have a safe home, that so they're in quarantine in a, in a not ideal, to say the least, environment. And that could be unhealthy relationships. That could be food insecurity. That could be financial instability. It could just be in a crummy, tiny little apartment um, and removed from family. Some it's just alone. Some students are just completely don't have a network, don't have a a family home to be able to retreat to and don't have resources. So yeah, there's so many different challenges that a lot of students are facing. Um, But I think in a lot of ways, the way to get through it for all of us is sort of the same. It's get the support we need, um, be gentle with ourselves. I think this is a huge challenge for all of us regardless of, of where we find ourselves right now. And so to kind of be really strategic about what we need, I think is really important. I know in this house, I have three kids. They're not little kids. My youngest is 16, my oldest is 20. The first week we did, um, we made, a, we kind of all sat at dinner and we're like, okay, what do we need to do each day during this season? And we came up with a checklist that we all kind of had input in, into. And everybody that got a check mark every day became the quarantine queen or the quarantine <laughs> king, and some of them were really silly things, um, like hug a family member, play with the pet, like our dog, for a couple minutes, and some were more, you know, important. Share your feelings with someone. Reach out beyond this house. Thirty minutes of fresh air. Thirty minutes of exercise. Um, and we haven't kind of kept up with it every single week. It was more a joke really than anything else, but I feel like it's affected all of our mindsets. Like we have that in our heads. Like, Oh, I should probably get outside today. Oh, yeah. I haven't moved my body at all. I've been sitting all day, eat a vegetable. It was on the list. So it's like, um, so as much as I think it's important that we all kind of have some kind of goals for the day, it's also important to be gentle with ourselves when we have those days when we wake up at three o'clock and breakfast is ice cream. Like, So I I feel like it's a balance of having those daily goals, but also being gentle and being able to say, okay, I'm throwing out the list today. Um, So I feel like that's sort of the strategy that we've kind of used in our house. That's been, I think, helpful. That's yeah, awesome. That's really it's interesting.
2: Not, it's not about, you know, making yourself feel guilty for some of the the things that you didn't do. Right. You know, um, so like, as you said, like, if you have that schedule, that's great. But if you don't follow it, don't blame yourself for, for not following it one day. You know, it, it's just about mm-hmm. getting back on that horse tomorrow. Reed, yeah, that's
3: like- such a great point. Exactly. It's kind of like a guideline and a good um, framework. But then some days you got to throw out the framework and mm-hmm. just sit on the couch and watch yeah. Netflix an all day and eat Doritos.
0: For yeah. sure. And, I mean, let's be honest, we all have plenty of time, so if we don't, if we miss one thing on our daily to-do's, it's okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, what does being the king or queen of quarantine entail?
3: Uh, at Very a bedroom house? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I mentioned some of them. So it's like, I think we had 30 minutes of exercise, 30 minutes of fresh air, an hour of at least of screen free time. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really important one. I think some of us, the news is on all day or the social media is is all day. And I think we have to be really careful what we watch that we have to watch what we watch. Um, And so a bit of time away from a screen I think is really important. We put on there play, like do something (laughs) that's play. It might be, it might be video games. It might be um, a puzzle. It might be playing catch in the backyard if you have the if you're lucky enough to have a backyard. Heading out for a walk. Um, what else is on our list? Um, some sort of a devotional activity, a centering mindfulness. There's some great apps. Mm-hmm. I had I was asking a few students and colleagues uh, in our community. You know, what would you recommend people do each day? Someone said incense or light a candle or just something to kind of like ground you. Um, I think is really important in this season mm-hmm. uh, so those would be a few of our i had hug your mom on the list around here because it's a self-serving world so for sure
0: well <laughs> and i feel like that should be on everyone's list if you can hug your mom right now hug your mom
3: <laughs> yeah or hug whoever you can hug, hug yeah. <laughs> anyone hug through camera you know Universal hugs a lot of those. yeah are happening. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's, just say the word hug
3: yeah <laughs> sharing your feelings it's kind of a funny one but honestly I think we all need to kind of vent and and even having to stop and be like okay what am I feeling today how is what kind of day is this some days have Mm -hmm. been really great other days suck um I think for all of us and so just being in touch with that I think is really important that we're not just pushing our feelings down and pushing through it's a real opportunity I think to kind of reset and get in touch with some of that stuff if that's not what we're used to or if it is what we're used to.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. no, I definitely
2: agree. Um, so Kathy, are you noticing um, that uh, that you're getting more students coming coming to talk to you or, or less? Like so, sort of what's your workload like compared to what it was before?
3: That's a great question. Um, I would say probably similar. I mean, we're in exams we're kind of near the end of the semester so typically this time of year I'm slower right um, because students are more focused but yet then there are students that are even regularly kind of struggling right now because of the stress of, of the last mile kind of of the semester so probably it's about similar at the end of the day all things considered okay well great? yeah,
2: yeah. Um, well it is great that students can still
3: go to you even yeah. during these times Yeah, yeah, and some like to do this face-to-face. Some prefer, you know, writing out their stuff um, over Facebook or over the phone. I've had phone conversations, so it's just taken many different forms, whatever kind of works best for individual students.
2: Mm -hmm. What's the the biggest theme that you've noticed of of students' concerns specifically within the school?
3: Um, I would say, A big one is motivation. I would say a lot of, there are some who are really in a rainstorm and are really struggling like with mental health. I think a lot of other students um, are are handling this okay. Like they're not totally freaking out, but they're just like, I have all this time and I'm not motivated. I doubt any of you can relate to that. You guys, I'm sure you know on top of all the things, but I think it is, there's something about this season that's like, it's hard to get going and and you can just fall into your phone as I like to call it and be like oh my gosh what did I just do for the last hour or two or three or day yeah Um, TikTok's really really bad for that (laughs) all the things are really bad for that yeah so I think I would say that's probably what I'm hearing more than anyone anything else is just struggle to get motivated
2: absolutely absolutely and I'm I'm finding that myself right like it's even that last push and I'm finding it harder and harder you know we're coming up to our last day on Friday right and I'm yeah. finding it, it and, and you'd think that it's it'll be it well you know we only have a few more days but it's only like oh, I, don't, I wish it was over today you know so I right. guess um yeah so, so I, I, I and then keep other than keeping with a guideline what are what are some ways you, you think that you can find to motivate yourself
3: um I think for me When my physical space is really, really messy, I personally struggle, I feel out of control. I feel so for me, when I have stuff to do that I really don't wanna do, I find like, where's my land where I'm gonna work? So right, this um, chair is in my bedroom because we have a lot of humans around. (laughs) So I've created my little land in here. So my room has to be clean, my bed has to be made, no clothes on the floor. Um, Often, you know, getting up and dressing for the day you wish you were having (laughs) instead of the day you're having. (laughs) For me getting dressed and actually all of us here are finding that getting dressed is really important to kind of feel like, okay, I'm ready to do whatever it is I have to do. And then if I'm still really struggling, I'll take my dog and I'll just do around the block. I find outside is really grounding for me, or even just opening a window, getting some fresh air in the house, putting music on for me is really, really helpful to just kind of create the zone where I can get stuff done. So that's just for me. I think we all have our, little tricks what about you guys what's your uh, get motivated trick
0: well I actually do all of those things especially the getting up and getting ready I think I've said it a million times on here but just I have to treat the day like like I'm still going to go to work like I'm still going to go to the office or I'm still going to go outside like I have to wake up and that's like I have to get ready uh, and then I have been exercising a lot like I find when I find myself in a slump or if I really just don't feel like doing anything, I'll like um, do like a little hit workout or I'll like go for a little bit of a jog or just that kind of thing. That's been super helpful for me. And then I'm lucky because I have my, my dogs here. So I'm able to like take them out to the park and let them run around. And it's just kind of, like you said, it's just those little things. Um, I've also been journaling a lot recently. Right. So like every day, um every day ish i'll just basically write down however i'm feeling so which is surprising sometimes because you don't always realize how you're feeling until you write it down
3: <laughs> so that's what that's I've been doing. so smart and you know if you think about that like hang on to this stuff that you're writing Alan. and put them in a safe place because think about for your kids or your grandkids someday when they're talking about the pandemic of 2020 hopefully they'll yeah. say the spring of 2020 um not the whole year. Um, that's <laughs> going to be incredible to be able to look back on and and sure. to sort of reflect on what this was like to live through. Oh I think gosh. that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been really nice.
2: Absolutely. Good job. Yeah. And from yeah, for me myself, I think um, <clears throat> same as Elle. Like my key has been exercise for sure. Um, yeah. and, I, and I think I had to kind of check in with myself at first of because I wasn't. I, there was a long period of time where I wasn't exercising even before the quarantine. Um, and I think I had to check in with myself to see like why that was, why, why I wasn't motivating myself to go. And I think what I had to come to the realization was, you know, I I can't have any more excuses anymore of, well, well, I'm, I'm, I I didn't make it to the gym today. So I, I, you know, I, I would feel bad usually, but there's no gym to go to. So the, the only, the only option I have is to, is to have what I have at home and at least try to do something, you know, go for a run um, do a, do a circuit or whatever at home. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, it, it it is what it is. And, you know, I don't have to feel bad about just, just staying at home and doing a home workout.
3: That is such a good point, Reed. And there's so much great stuff online. I know each of my kids are doing their own kind of thing and they found YouTube workouts that are designed for at home. I know my husband and I too, he was going to the gym and doing a lot of weight stuff before this. Mm-hmm. so he ordered pretty cheaply just some bands you know those I don't yeah. know what you call them, fitness resistance bands band, yeah and so he's we're doing a lot of stuff we like go to the gym down in the basement and mm-hmm. uh do like you can do resistance stuff and and if you have a buddy to do that stuff with um it's fun being married um mm-hmm. and Chris like we're tight or we have way too much fun and uh and so we like work out together and it just, it makes it a fun kind of a thing to, yeah. to, yeah. Have someone to hold you accountable and do that stuff with.
2: Yeah. I have a friend that I FaceTime with, um, over in Vancouver. So we, we do a little circuit, 30 minute circuit every other day, every every day or whatever, it, whatever it is.
3: Wow. Isn't that cool? Like who did, yeah. and you never mm-hmm. would have thought of doing that together before this. No, no. because,
2: it, well, now we have the time to catch up yeah. and, just, and just do that, right? So yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. another thing too, you know, just catching up with friends, I think like just being able to call my friends, call my friends who I wasn't able to call before. You know, I have friends from around the world that were able to come home um, and now we can kind of chat chat on, a, on, on our own schedule.
3: That is so yeah. cool. Yeah, my niece is working out with like eight friends. They that's like great. Zoom call workouts together. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I work out with my mom and then I think I annoy my friends by calling them all the time, but I don't care if they're annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see their face. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: um, as much as this is kind of driven people apart uh, physically, I think socially it's driven people closer together. Um, One of the things that I've said before on these podcasts is I'm really hopeful and I'm really interested to see just what society gets out of this. I don't think there's going to be any kind of return to normal i think normal as we knew it guys is is gone i think this is going to change us fundamentally as a society um in terms of basic health care mental health awareness all that kind of stuff moving forward not just here in canada but throughout the world
2: and just hygiene um, practices most exactly right? i think
1: time. i think shaking hands is is gonna kind of go the way of the dodo i think people are gonna have their physical barriers up. I think fist bumps might be the way to go, but Ellos. you actually, yeah, you actually do um, transfer tons of germs with this simple handshake. So I think that might be uh, that might be kind of on the way out. Mm-hmm.
3: Those are really interesting points. And I know for me, whenever I talk to anybody in this season, I've been saying, what is the invitation of this? Like, and I think you're talking kind of societally, what are we learning? And I think we can ask that question really on a on a very personal level or on a broad level, but it's like, what is the invitation? What is the opportunity of this season for me? And I think rather than just gritting our teeth and burying it, it's like, okay, when everything is stripped away, the things that I normally do and rely on, Starbucks, Tim Hortons, insert, whatever it is, um, what is it that that we have the opportunity to kind of learn and grow and, um, and so that when normal returns, what things do we wanna run back to and what things do we want to maybe not run back to? And um, so I think those are really important questions for all of us to kind of be asking in this time. And I think being prepared when normal returns, um, the advertising we're gonna be bombarded with, that's gonna be trying to address our heart issues uh, you know, a feeling so confined and unsafe and whatever anxiety and, and it's going to be like, oh, come home to Tim Hortons and, you know, Starbucks is waiting to whatever, right? So just to be prepared for those ad campaigns and for that sure. pull to kind of run back to all the things and, and just to be mindful of that and be like, whoa, okay, what do I want to run back to and what don't I?
2: Mm-hmm. There, was a, there was a great article about that, about, um, Gaslighting. about, people, about, about be, people being gaslighted in terms of all the advertising that, that will be going around eventually, probably in the next few weeks or so about how companies are just going to open back up. You know, we're hearing in the States of the economy already probably going to be opening back up potentially very soon, which is a scary thought. Um, and some, some do need it, but it's sort of, um, yeah, it's sort of that whole way of gaslighting ourselves of, of thinking that we're going to be safe when maybe we're not.
0: Yeah. it's a, there's. Pros and cons to it for sure. Like, I think you'll definitely see, I think, the more like trusted brands that have like a little bit of a better messaging, whereas, like, the kind of uh, monopoly brands who just like go for revenue and earnings, they're all just going to put crazy kinds of ads out there that are going to try and draw people in. So, definitely something important to know. Yeah. I think, kind of on this note, too, it's, I think maybe on like a mental health side of it, it's, I think it is also important for people to know that like this is going to end and there will be like somewhat of a normal, like even if adjustments need to be made to society, it's like taking those and learning from it so that when this is over, we can come together and be stronger because of it. Mm-hmm.
3: And hopefully a little more grateful as well, I think. Like that's such a good point, Alan And you know, what I what I encourage my kids to do. So I've got a 16 year old and her and her boyfriend's two year anniversary was Monday and they haven't seen each other in over a month. Mm -hmm. And so um, we allowed them to have a six foot apart little moment together. He, he doesn't live close either. He's like an hour and a half away. And so it was a really hard day for her to see. She was so excited to see him, but then couldn't really see him and love language is touched and she couldn't hug him or, So it was like a great day, but a bad day. Um, Mm -hmm. And so after that, it was like, okay, you gotta cry all the cries, like this sucks. And and to just really express that and and go through that. But then the trick is you don't stop there, you move through it. So then you can be like, okay, but what can I be thankful for? And I think that's Mm -hmm. key um, is to number one, fully expressing those feelings, but knowing when it's not venting anymore but you're just spewing, and you're you're reinforcing the negative, and knowing where that line is in yourself, I think, is really key when you're talking yeah. about mental health. L. And then, um, and so then being like, okay, this sucks, and yes, I'm really upset, and I'm gonna cry and hug my mom, and but then it's gonna be like, okay, well at least we're not at war. I've got a warm house, you know my relationship is, is managing to, to weather this storm because this is really stressful. I mean, there's lots, there's so much we can be thankful for in spite of what's going on. And so I think it's, it's not a Pollyanna thing that denies the realities of the pain, um, but it's also not living only in the pain. Like I, so I feel like that's a, a really critical balancing act that we all have to learn how to do in our lives. And this is a great opportunity to learn. Craft is great fertilizer. I like
0: that one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, it it would definitely, you know, going back to, you know, that gratitude piece for sure. Right. Like it's, it it would be funny to see people that weren't, weren't grateful for what we had after this, you know, like there's, I, 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 I hope, and I, you know, this is just my hope, like, you know, belief in, in human, human kind that we, we, we don't have to take life for granted at all. Um
3: yeah. So true Reed and I think even now can you imagine this if the internet had gone down? Like just imagine what this would have been w- without that- connect like layton you were saying we're almost more connected than ever and I think that's really true. Um and imagine you know so imagine if our grocery stores were empty. Like it doesn't take much imagination to to think boy, we are fortunate right now. And I think Mm -hmm. the students that don't have groceries, that don't have internet, and I know some that don't have both of those very accessible, there are resources. And so I think that's the other thing to to really get out into our community. There are so many supports. And I know, please contact me um, at our church. We have so much access to food and resources and finances through the college as well. Um, And so if students are struggling There are so many resources and we're just so fortunate and blessed as a country and as a school that we do have so much available to help each other through an experience like this. So I think there is lots to be thankful for for all of us today. For sure.
0: And just to echo that a little bit, anyone can always reach out to the Student Association too for any of their needs. We can always either help you or connect you to the right places as well. So thank you, Kathy. How can people um, contact you?
3: Yeah, so I think the best way is probably um, my chaplain email. So chaplain at sl.on.ca. That's a great way to reach me. I'm checking that account all the time. Um, Or Facebook. Um, Yeah, those would probably be the the two easiest, quickest ways to get me. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, One more thing I just wanted to say. I feel like when things, like, don't go away, like, even this morning, Al and Reed, trying to get this live YouTube set up, right? Nightmare. Like that was challenging. There was like a good, probably 20 minutes of stress, at least for you guys. And you just, you move through it, you bounce through it, you jump back in and here we are, right? And, and I think mm-hmm. when life gives us the squeeze, we find out what we're full of and we don't always like what we find and that's okay. I think you got squeezed today, both of you. And I think you did really well. Like I was watching just to be like, okay, what's this gonna be like? Because every experience it's, it's a demonstration of our character. We find mm-hmm. out what we're full of. And so I think there's some neat opportunities to grow through this. And we'll take those lessons with us and telling you through mm-hmm. our lives. So just to be watching yourself. And again, not to be super critical when we don't pass the tests but just to be like, okay, what do I need to work on? Okay, maybe patience is something I don't do well when I'm waiting around or I don't do well when the stress comes or I don't do well when I can't get in touch with, with my people. I think we always have an invitation to kind of observe and then be like, okay, what, how can I cultivate that trait? I need to be more courageous. I need to be bolder. I need to be more patient. We always have um, an invitation to kind of grow through whatever it is we're experiencing so that's just another little pitch for you know
1: yeah 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 I love that thanks for sharing that Kathy there was um just to echo that there was a little post going around a couple days ago and it's it's um one of those you know if you don't come out of this pandemic without a a new business or a side hustle or a new skill you're you're lazy and you wasted your time and it's just like you know (laughs) Not everybody has the ability to transform a global pandemic into something positive. And it's just important to all remember that, you know, we're humans, we're students. Even getting this YouTube live stream set up and trying to link it to Facebook, it's been a struggle for us this week. But, you know, we're growing, we're starting slow and, and it's something to positively build on. And just just remember that um just to find some positives in, in everyday life and that you don't have to be a superhero coming out of this. You don't have to have a business started. Anymore. You don't need to come
2: up with a masterpiece. If you're an exactly. artist. Exactly. Right.
3: And you know no yeah. new language. And, and I think that's going back to where we started for some, this is a refreshing rain. This is an opportunity to, sure. to try things. There's some people absolutely that's who they are. There are others, This is a hurricane that just devastated their home and they're sitting in a puddle with nothing. So I think to be judging another person for what they're doing or not doing or saying, oh wow, look at them able to do all these things. We can't compare from person to person. This is so unique to each individual and it depends on so many factors. So I really encourage our community to be gentle with yourself. Where are you at? Be realistic about where you're at. What do you need to get through today? And and to go after that. If this is an opportunity for you, great, take that opportunity, but don't judge the person who's trying to just figure out what dinner's gonna look like tonight, or holy moly, how am I gonna get through my next exam? We just cannot compare. And I think that's so important to remember. And we really have a judgy culture. I feel like social media can be really judgy and (laughs) preachy. And I just think there's no place for that right now in our community. We don't want any of that garbage.
0: Yeah, no, we're all in this together,
3: right? Support. Totally. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And laugh. There's yes. so many good jokes floating around. Oh my oh, God. Yeah.
2: I, and I love a good dark sense of humor. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> so much funny stuff. And I think my husband had cancer when I was pregnant with our second baby in 2001. And... Oh, there's just some good jokes that you don't find any other time than when somebody's got a terminal disease. I'm sorry, but it was the best of times. It was the worst. We cried our heads off and we laughed our heads off. And I feel like this is similar. There's some really good, like you say, read really good dark jokes. And I think funny movies don't watch. Don't watch the scary, dark movies right now. Go through your day and then watch a funny movie at night. We're trying to watch a lot of funny movies and it just helps to laugh. It's good therapy. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely, I can definitely agree with that. Sometimes even I'll just like scroll on memes, and yeah. I'm just like burst out laughing. Like even before, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard at some of these
2: memes. by yourself.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> yes. just sitting in my room, just dying laughing from like the most silly jokes.
3: But they're just—it's wonderful. <laughs> and have you seen the um, Jim from the Office? His good news. Yeah. No. Thing, yeah. oh my gosh, how can you tell people what that is, Al? So they can find so,
0: it? so Jim from The Office, what's his name, John Kazinski? Kuzin- yep, so he has you can you can find it on his Instagram. Um, he posts them as Instagram videos, I think he posts them on YouTube too. Yeah, I think I, so. I was just seeing it on uh, Instagram, but basically, he started this series where he is essentially having interviews and and doing like posts, he's compiling all of this information. That's just everything that's good that's going on right now. It's very lighthearted. It's funny. He actually had on, I think it was his first one, but he had Steve Carell. They like video chatted and like talked about the office and it's great. That's a really, really cool watch.
3: And you know what? I think we also have seen, I don't, Mr. Rogers. So he was like the Teletubby of my childhood, like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and he had a quote that you've seen maybe circulating that said, whenever there's a crisis, watch for the people who are helping. And you can always find people doing spectacular things to help. And there are things in our own community, people that are handing out food to the underprivileged, Um, like there's some incredible things that are going on. And I think when we start to get in a tailspin, a really good thing is, okay, who can I help right now? Like I've got a list on my fridge of people to reach out to, who are old and shut in, um, struggling. And and it's like, when I start to spiral down, it's like, okay, I need to reach out and help somebody who is in way worse shape than I am mm-hmm. today. And And it's just, that can just be a really helpful thing to be focusing on the people who are helping and becoming one of those people, I think is an important role for all of us in this time. You don't have mm-hmm. to look far to find somebody in your community who's having a worse time than you.
0: For sure. And you can even, I think with that, um because I tried to start doing that too but it's hard to know where to start so for me I just started with my family I just reached out asked everyone if they needed groceries most of them said yes so I just did a big grocery run went and dropped them all off bought everyone flowers like I think those it doesn't necessarily have to be like reaching out to every single person on your Facebook it can be
3: absolutely
0: close-knit like the people in your lives that need help um
3: yeah i just got a message in the beginning of this meeting came over my phone it said put a, a vase and some water on your porch every thursday morning starting tomorrow because you're going to be getting tulips from us there's there are people Aww. that live on a farm that have a lot of tulips so they're like you're going to get flowers every week from us so please just be prepared starting tomorrow like what the heck
0: Aww, like how so sweet Who is
3: that like <laughs> so yeah there's big and little things we can do you're so right and for me my list on my fridge are family we have a lot of elderly parents in the city. And so I'm just trying to make sure I contact them each day. Some days I don't, some days I feel like crap and don't want to call my mom. And so again, it's that be gentle with yourself, do what you can do, don't beat yourself up for what you can't. And, you know, we just have to be gentle with ourselves and, you know, cut ourselves some slack sometimes too. For sure, awesome.
0: So I think we'll start wrapping it up a little bit. Kathy, we'll put your email. I think we'll, I'll just write a comment. Thank you. On this video. You already did it? Okay, perfect. (laughs) Um, And then just a little parting words from me. Anyone can reach out to me on Instagram at Elizadora. Definitely connect with the student association. So at SA underscore SLC on Instagram. So we're we're very active and uh, we're posting all kinds of information, like frequently asked questions, things like that. Um, And this will pass. (laughs)
3: Well, and you know what? What are we going to miss when it passes? Mm -hmm. So enjoying the good stuff because, you know, assuming you're not in the hurricane, um, because there'll probably be stuff you will miss when this does pass. So to remember to hang on to those things. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Very well said. Thanks, guys. You guys
3: are amazing. Honestly, new <laughs> you people, you're dealing with school and a global pandemic, and still pouring out like this is an incredible way that each of you guys are really pouring back into the community. I hope you get lots of good comments from students saying thank you, because I know there are a lot who listen that this is real encouragement. So go, you guys. That's oh, so thanks, great. Thanks, Kathy. Well,
2: you oh, for the encouragement, you. Kathy. That, that was a that was a nice way to start my day
3: yeah
0: <laughs> start your day it's almost yeah, i was <laughs> gonna say
3: start hey my kids have all gone nocturnal right? yeah, they yeah. Up around noon it's okay they're up till midnight or one in the morning it works for them it gives yeah. us a quiet morning so you do you Reed. yeah no i'm not yeah. ashamed
2: i am not a morning person like, I, I get up early
3: <laughs> love it awesome love it. work
1: <laughs> well thank okay. you okay thank you guys appreciate thank your time you. i'm gonna. Uh,